Get ready for unique, rare, and little-known treasures from the golden age of radio. You're listening to The Amazing World of Radio with Adam Graham. Welcome to The Amazing World of Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, today we're turning to an anthology series with a familiar name and a storied history on television. Over radio, it was a summer replacement series that uh, only ran one summer. But with a very star-studded lineup of guest stars, we'll kind of get into that a little bit after the program. But let's go ahead and play the episode we'll be bringing you from the General Electric Theater. The original air date, September the 24th, 1953, and the title is Enchanted Cottage. The General Electric Theater, tonight starring Miss Joan Fontaine. This is Ken Carpenter welcoming you to the General Electric Theater, presented by the makers of famous, dependable kitchen and home laundry appliances, General Electric. Tonight we bring you Miss Joan Fontaine in The Enchanted Cottage. Tonight the General Electric Company is privileged to present the most popular story of all those written by one of England's greatest playwrights. And to star in this unforgettable drama, we have with us an actress who is among America's brightest and most talented stars. It is with great pride that we bring you a transcription of The Enchanted Cottage by Sir Arthur Wing Pinero, starring Miss Joan Fontaine. But first, that refrigerator you bought as a bride may have been just the right size for a twosome, but families have a way of growing, and when they do, they can quickly outgrow a refrigerator. But General Electric has a new refrigerator that your family won't outgrow in a hurry. It's a new 11-cubic-foot beauty. This big GE refrigerator has GE's new Roto-Cold. Cold air flows uniformly to every part of the refrigerator, top and bottom, so all food is safely refrigerated. You get completely automatic defrosting, too. No buttons to push, no clocks to set, no pans to empty. And the shelves are sliding and adjustable. You can switch them around to accommodate a huge turkey or a king-sized watermelon. See your GE dealer and find out how you can own the new 11-cubic-foot GE refrigerator for only about $4.36 a week after small down payment. And now the first act of The Enchanted Cottage, starring Miss Joan Fontaine. Want Mrs. Morgan? She's gone to the village. Go away. Miss Ashley, it's Larry Penning. Shack at the far end of the beach, remember? Miss Ashley. One moment. What is it you want, Mr. Oh, 
I thought you were alone. I brought Major Hill to call on you. How do you do, Miss Ashley? Major's dog is at the vet's, and I happen to be walking this way, so I... Dog? A guide dog. I'm blind. Oh. Uh, won't you come in? Thank you. I didn't mean to be so... Well, this isn't exactly one of my good days. I, I'm expecting visitors from the city, and it, it's upsetting. You want me to clear out? No, no. Please sit down. Sofa behind you, Major. All right, thanks. Well, if you don't mind, Miss Ashley, I'll, I'll wait in the garden. Call me when you're ready to go, Major. All right, Larry. He's a very decent fellow, isn't he? Have you gotten to know him at all? I've passed his place a few times, walking along the beach. We've nodded and said hello. What is it you want with me, Major? Well, I've put off this visit until you've had a chance to settle down here. Now that you have, and since we're to be neighbors, so to speak, and since there are so few of us along this stretch of coast, I thought we might get together occasionally. I see. It's a solitary spot you've hit upon. Imagine you've already discovered how lonely it can be. I bought this cottage because it is lonely. If no one ever came near me, I'd, I'd like it even more. Oh? Are you ill? Well, don't I sound it? It was in a crash, an accident, automobile. Coming home from a party, my escort was not as sober as I thought. He came through in excellent shape while I... While you... My face. Nerves were destroyed and my face is just... It might have been worse. You might have been... Oh, you would... And you might have been worse. Did it make your blindness easier to bear when you were told it might have been worse? No. No, you're right. It didn't. I, uh... Was a rather promising sculptor before the war. I suppose I oughtn't to give way like this. Why not, if it makes you feel better? You don't, apparently. <laughs> you haven't given me a chance, Miss Ashley. Excuse my bad manners, Major. Every so often I get to brooding and I get these headaches and... I'm holding my hand out to you. I'm happy to make your acquaintance. And please call me Livia. Thank you, Livia, thank you. Well, uh, having broken the ice, I'll be on my way. So soon? You've some people coming. My sister and her husband. Yes, they're driving down. They're determined to make a thing of it. A thing? My burying myself, they call it. They won't let me alone. They keep hammering at me. They say they can't understand my eccentric conduct. They don't realize, they don't realize that I'm done, I'm finished. They say I shouldn't withdraw from friends and relations. They're so maddeningly normal, they can't grasp that my chief aim in life now is to avoid those... Who knew me as I was? Oh, nonsense, Livy. That's rubbish. Oh, my face wasn't always like this. When I look into my mirror, I... oh, it's so unfair. Why me? Miss Why Ashley. me? Miss Ashley, Livia, oh, stop it now, huh? Someone's coming. Oh, that's a good girl. Uh, there was no mail, Miss. I brought the paper. Oh, good day, Major Hill. Good day to you. It's Mrs. Morgan. Oh, hello, Mrs. Morgan. Nice to meet you again. Housekeeping for Miss Ashley now, are you? Is anything wrong, Miss? Is she all right, Major? Well, it's nothing, Mrs. Morgan, thank you. We'll call you if we want anything. Certainly, Major. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I know how it is. I went through it myself, remember? I said to myself, well, you're blind, there it is. There's nothing you can do about it. But I found something I could give myself to. What? Well, it's nothing very grand. This section of the country is rich in history, tradition, folklore. Well, I do research in history and I write about it. Sometimes I even manage to sell what I write. This cottage of yours, for example, it's not very interesting to you, is it? What about this cottage of mine? 
Ever notice the window overlooking the garden? Take a close look at it. Go on, go on. Huh. What do you see? Names. Names scratched on the pane. Ralph and Eleanor. Edward and Margaret. Charlotte and John. Yes, yes, the names of your predecessors. Young men and women who spent their honeymoons within these walls for generations back. This cottage was once part of a large estate. And it was lent to newlyweds? Mm-hmm. For hundreds of years, a custom of the family. Just imagine the wealth of grace and beauty and love that this old place has known. The enchantment it has witnessed. The magic it has exerted. Oh. That must be my sister. Will you stay with me? No, no, I, I would, but... Larry is very sensitive of the facial burns he got in the war. It upsets him to be seen by strangers. I can understand that. He and I are a match there. Larry! Larry, I'm ready now. Do you mind if we leave by way of the garden? No, of course not. Uh, when do I see you again? Soon, soon. I'll come again very soon. Now, this has been a short visit, Major. Miss Ashley has a headache. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You got anything for it in the house? Oh, nothing of it is any good. Well, I'll bring you something. I'll be back in a few minutes, Miss Ashley. Goodbye, Major. And thank you. Bye, Livia. How have you been, Mrs. Morgan? Alec, you have my cigarette case? Livy, we're here. Never mind, Alec, I had it in my hand. There you are. Livy, darling. Hello, Diane. How are you? Let me look at you. Oh, you're looking much better, isn't she, Alec? Isn't she looking much better? Hi, Livy. Hello, Alec. Have a nice trip. Oh, it was ghastly, darling. It was sickening and revolting. We were stopped three times for speeding. They held us up hours. Talk, 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 talk. The longer each one delayed us, the faster Alec had to drive. I tried to explain that to them, but... Shall I serve now, Miss Ashley? Oh, Pat! Well, I'm sorry. Were you expecting us to stay for luncheon? Well, we can't. We're expected at the Tartanus for the weekend. Never mind, Mrs. Morgan. Yes, ma'am. Well, now, darling, we'll simply plunge into the reason for our visit, shall we? Well, make it quick, like little bunnies. Well, if it has anything to do with my leaving here, Diane, I'd rather not go into it. Oh, but, sweet, surely you've realized by now that shattered spirits are not restored by this sort of existence? She's right, Liv. This sort of place is all the drawbacks of a grave oh, with please. none of the advantages. Both of you don't start all over again. I'm where I want to be, and I'm going to stay. But it's not good for you to be so alone. It only makes things worse. It's unhealthy. Please. Neurotic. We worry so about you. It really gets us down, Oh, Liv. it's very good of you, but it would be so much better for you if you came back to the city, to people who know you and would rally round. Oh, no, no, I've tried that. No, it was horrible for me. Can't you understand? The look on people's faces when they saw mine. The dutiful visits by friends. The tones of pity. I'll never go back to it. Oh, that's all your imagination, sweet. Really? Ever so many people told us about it for a while. They grew so used cruel. And how can you be so thoughtless? Have you considered our position, Alex and mine? Your position? Yes. There's all sorts of talk behind our backs that we're negligent of you, that we've let you go off by yourself like a sick cat. Quite a few people have turned cool toward us because of it. I don't mind telling you it's done Alex no good at all professionally. Olivia, if you won't go back to your former life, we've discovered a very nice so rest home that really you So that's why you're concerned. Love. Your social standing. No, no, hold on. Get yeah. out of here. Get out. Get out. Oh, I really do think we'd best go, Alec. No. She needs looking after, Di. Perhaps a legal guardian of such. Well, here we are, Miss Ashley. Two of these and a glass of water. And... Miss Ashley... I shall have to leave this cottage. Leave? Because of my family. They won't let me alone. They're just gone. 
What do you think they have in mind for me? A rest home, a legal guardian. Oh, that's ridiculous. <sighs> but may I say something? It really isn't good for you to live alone. Many times when I've seen your light at night across the water, I, I've thought of you here all by yourself, staring at the walls and... Here. Here are the tablets. I'll be going. No, don't go yet. Imagine you're thinking about me like that. Well, you're very kind. Please, I, I... Don't be startled by what I'm going to say now. I'm wretched, terribly wretched at times. You can't be much happier. We're both in the same boat, aren't we? Mr. Penning, would... Would you marry me and live here? That would keep my family away. I, I tried not to get on your nerves. Well, if, if you want to marry, you must know dozens of men who... Oh, but that's just it. The men I once knew, they will look at me. They wouldn't have me. I understand. You want to marry me not just to keep your family at arm's length, but because I have the special qualification of being ugly. I'm much obliged. Oh, no, Mr. Penning. Quite Larry. all right. Doesn't matter. Oh, forgive me. I, I wouldn't hurt you for, for the world. I, I really meant... I know there'd be no romance in such a marriage. Couldn't be. But we could be friends. Oh, I am sorry that I've hurt you. Don't be. As if I didn't know what I look like. It's a shock, of course, to be told of it so bluntly, but... <laughs> I make such a mess of everything. Oh, no, 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 no Miss Ashley, don't, please. Oh, no, no, Libby, no, 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 stop, please. Here, here's a handkerchief. You, you've had rather a rough morning of it, haven't you? Would, would you care to come for a walk along the beach with me? I would like to very much, Larry. If your kitchen is so small you haven't room to uh, change your mind in it, here's some good news from General Electric. You can still enjoy all the wonders of General Electric speed cooking on GE's attractive new 24-inch range. Yes, this new GE range is only 24 inches wide, but it's full size in performance. That's because GE designed it to give you the most important cooking features of big deluxe GE ranges. It has GE push-button controls, GE Calrod cooking units, one that's extra high speed for extra fast starts, a GE automatic oven timer, and the new wide-opening GE Master Oven that can turn out a meal for 24 people. And there's even a big storage drawer. So if you've always longed for a general electric speed cooking range but are pinched for space, see GE's new 24-inch full oven range. Yours for only about $2.69 a week after small down payment. See it at your GE dealers. Now with our star, Miss Joan Fontaine, we bring you the second act of The Enchanted Cottage.
why we stopped by. Oh, tree branch. Almost bumped my head, didn't I? All right, Mike, lead on. What is it now? The door? All right, Mike, right. Everything under control. Here we are. No rest, Mike. Anyone home? It's Major Hill and a friend. Is anyone home? Welcome back, Major. Thank you, Mrs. Morgan. It's good to be back. And this is Mike. How do you like him? He's a very handsome dog. Yes, isn't he, though? You were gone a long time. Well, it takes six weeks, you know. Mike and I had to work together to see if we were right for each other, and we are, aren't we, old boy, huh? Oh, I was sorry to hear your other dog died at the vets. Thank you. Are uh, Mr. and Mrs. Penning in? Uh, They've gone for a stroll. They'll be back in a few minutes. When Mrs. Penning phoned me this afternoon, she puzzled me a bit. They're well, you say? Yes, sir. Then what's happened to them that's so extraordinary? I... I can't say, sir. Except they seem to... To be in hiding. They're on their honeymoon, of course, and honeymooners do like to be alone, but you'll be the first person they've seen since their marriage except me. And me they're shy of. They never go out until nightfall, and then they wrap themselves up and cover their faces and they... Mm. We're back, Mrs. Morgan. Has the Major come? Uh, Yes, ma'am. He's waiting. Uh, Let me have your coats. Oh, no, that's all right. Hello, Major. Oh, it's so good to see you again. Hello, Olivia. Larry, how are you? Wonderful. You've no idea how wonderful. Well, don't keep him waiting. Tell him. (laughs) Tell me what? Well, sit down, Major. This is going to come as a... Now, sit down, please. All right. Now, what is it? Oh, if, if only you could see us. Yes, if only you could see us. We're in a devil of a predicament. We don't know where to turn for advice, except to you. Predicament. I told you over the phone that something out of the common had befallen Yes, yes, but what? What is it? What's the mystery? Well, you'll never believe it, but but I've become... She's beautiful, Major. Gloriously beautiful. And as for Larry, he's so... Don't you hear the difference in us? Yes. Yes, I... When did this happen? When did the change begin? After our marriage. Almost as soon as we set foot in the cottage. That's when the change began. It was gradual. And when we finished dinner and lighted the lamps, I I became aware that Livy was positively radiant. And Larry, he was no longer... We didn't know what to make of it. We still don't know how it happened. I thought of what you told me about the history of this cottage. All those handsome, beautiful honeymooners. Imagine the enchantment these rooms of witness you said and the magic exerted here. Remember? Ridiculous to think of supernatural powers, and yet... Anyway... What shall we do, Major? Do? Well, it's an awkward position. People around us are probably regarded as the ugliest they've ever seen, and if they see us now, it's bound to... Well, I I mean, what do I tell them? Help us. Give us your advice. Very well. I say take the gift and enjoy it without question. Enjoy it, humbly, as a heaven-sent miracle. Do you really think... Think? I know. I, too, am waiting. Oh, Dear Major, uh, may, may I ask you a favor? Of course. Diane and Alec, my sister and her husband, they're coming tomorrow. I wish you'd be here around three o'clock. Have you told them about... No, that's why I want you to be here. We'll need your support. 
They know I'm married now, but the other things... Well, if you think my presence will make things easier for you, of course. Thank you. You've given me the biggest surprise I've ever had. I won't sleep a wink tonight. Well, come on, Mike, let's go. See you in a while. Good night, both of you. Good night. Good night, Major. Well, I'm darned if the Major has made matters much clearer to me, but for the peace of our souls, let's do as he advises. Accept the gift and enjoy it. Enjoy it, revel in it, luxuriate in it. Oh, Larry, I love you so. Oh, Larry, I'm so happy. Major, oh, we're so sorry to have kept you waiting. Well, we wanted to look our very best, you know. Well, of course you did, I understand. What time is it? Well, it's, uh, it's almost three. We've been talking, Larry and I, and... Major, could we impose upon you a bit more? Oh, Livy, you're not imposing on me. What is it? Well, we would like you to explain to Diane and Alec exactly what's happened to us. If they were prepared for the revelation, it would save us a bit of the embarrassment. Will you do it? Uh, please, Major. Well, I've never met the... Uh, uh, Smallwood. Yes, yes. Uh, it's awkward, but I'll do it, Livia. Yes, of course I'll do it. Oh, thank you. That's one problem solved. You see, on top of everything else, Mrs. Morgan is ill. What's wrong? I don't know. When I told her we were having guests for tea, well, she went white as a sheet. I don't know why. She's sitting in the kitchen now and won't talk to us. So you see that... Oh, they're here. Larry, quick, upstairs. We'll be waiting, Major. J just call us when you're ready. All right. Libby? Libby? It's us. Where are you, newlywed? Oh, do you suppose they've forgotten where... Oh. Mr. and Mrs. Smallwood? Oh, yes. I'm Major Hill, a friend of Livia's and Larry's. They were kind enough to invite me to meet you. Oh, how do you do? How oh, do you do? Where are they? I told Livy we'd be rushed for a time. We're due at the Haverleys for the weekend. They're upstairs waiting for me to uh, summon them. What? They've asked me to prepare you for a surprise. A great surprise. Oh, uh, you don't mean about her, her husband's face, do you? She wrote that he was far from attractive. <laughs> that's it. We knew it even before they were married. No, that's not it, but it does bring me to the point. Larry... Penning was an ugly man and... Was? Yes. Try to understand this. From the moment they were married, they've changed. What are you talking about? What, what changed? Livia is no longer a wretched caricature of herself. You'll find she is as lovely as she used to be. And Larry is a strong, handsome young man. Livy? No longer disfigured? Mm-hmm. You see for yourself. Yeah, I'll call them now. Livia! Livia! Larry! Come down! Oh, I can hardly believe it. Alec... No, no, don't ask me, Di. I have no answers. I, I think I... What's taking them so long? Shh, shh, here they are. Diane! Alec! This is my husband. Uh, how... How do you do? And I... I'm happy to meet you. Well, I, I imagine you're... You're both a bit bowled over. Major Hill has explained how it happened. Happened? The change in us, in Larry and me. Oh, did you ever hear of anything so marvelous? Well, say something. Oh, you can't judge how Larry has altered, but you can see the difference in me, can't you? Livy, listen. 
Uh, listen to me. I, yes, yes, it, it, it's a remarkable change, Livy. It, it, it's remarkable. Is that all you have to say? What's the matter with you both? Why, why do you stare? Livy, sweetie, it's just as the Major said. Astonishing. Look, I wish we had more time to tell you how, how pleased we are, but, but, well, you see, this is only a flying visit, and we, we really must be on our way. Yes, we must. Oh, goodbye, dears. Every happiness to you both. I'll write soon, darling. Goodbye, Major. Hurry, Alec. Goodbye, all. I... I don't understand. They didn't seem to see any difference at all. What's the meaning of their behavior? We are good-looking, aren't we, Major? Aren't we? You can hear it, can't you? Larry, let me touch your face. Uh, what? What? Don't... don't ask me. I... You don't mean to imply that we've been lying to you, do you? Mrs. Morgan! No, don't call her, don't. Mrs. Morgan! I'm frightened, Larry. It's all right, love. I'm here. I'm here. You called me, ma'am? Mrs. Morgan, I want you to tell us the truth. Since Mr. Penning and I were married, has... has our appearance changed? Has it? No, ma'am. No. There's been no change. Oh. I'm sorry. I knew you'd find out the truth this afternoon, and it nearly broke me. And yet, what is there to be sorry for? You love each other. And a man and a woman in love have a gift of sight not granted to other folk. And so long as you feel as you do, you'll never be anything to one another but fair and handsome. Look at me. I'm an old scarecrow of a woman. But if my man could rise from his grave and walk in this minute... I'd be pretty to him. I'd be pretty to him. Well, no fault of yours, Major. No, I, uh, I want to go off and think about this. Come on, Mike. Don't feel badly, Major. No, go on. Try not to. Bye. Darling. Yes. After all, what does it matter? You're pretty to me. And you'll always, always be handsome to me. There. Hold me tight, Larry. Happy? Yes. I'm happy, Larry. Miss Joan Fontaine will be back in just a moment. Wash day was never like this. No, wash day was never as easy as it is today with a new General Electric automatic washer because a GE gives you the whitest, brightest wash ever. You see, in many old-fashioned tumbler-type washers, the clothes are tumbled round and round, so they're out of the water much of the time. 
but GE's new automatic washer has activator washing action. That means clothes are flood-washed, flood-rinsed, submerged in water all the time. And in many old-style tumbler-type washers, the dirty water drains through the clothes, putting the dirt right back in the freshly washed pieces. But in General Electric's new automatic washer, GE's sensational spin-drying spins the dirty water up, out, away from the clothes, so you're bound to get a cleaner wash. You can own this new GE automatic washer for only about $3.90 a week after down payment. See your GE dealer tomorrow. And now our star, Miss Joan Fontaine. First, Ken, I want to say that I'm among the many who appreciate the value of General Electric appliances. Well, coming from someone as busy as you are, that means a lot, Joan. I hear you've just finished making three pictures in a row. <laughs> oh, that's true, Ken. And it's been hard work, too. Even when the producer is your husband? Oh, that was only on the latest picture, Ken. The bigamist. A filmmaker's production, right? Yes, and my husband, Carl Young, thinks... The bigamist is going to be wonderful. With you in it, I'm sure it will be, Joan. And I hope you're going to be able to have a vacation when this one's finished. Well, I really haven't thought about a vacation, Ken. But I don't suppose I'd turn one down. Well, I hope it works out for you, Joan. And uh, thank you for being with us tonight. It's been a pleasure. Good night, everybody. General Electric Theater has brought you The Enchanted Cottage, starring Miss Joan Fontaine. Featured in tonight's cast were William Johnstone as Larry Penning, Tom Tully as Major Hill, Gloria Gordon as Mrs. Morgan, Lorene Tuttle as Diane Smallwood, and Dan O'Herlihy as Alex Smallwood. The Enchanted Cottage was written by Sir Arthur Pinero and adapted for radio by Walter Brown Newman with editorial supervision by Het Mannheim and music by Wilbur Hatch. General Electric Theater was transcribed in Hollywood by Jaime Del Valle. This is Ken Carpenter inviting you to be with us next week at this same time when General Electric, makers of famous, dependable kitchen and home laundry appliances, will bring you Mr. Van Johnson in Old Man's Bride on the General Electric Theater. Join us, won't you? This is the CBS Radio Network. Welcome back. I really enjoy this story. On one hand, the overall plot can seem a little simplistic, but I think there's a profundity in this uh, particular idea of romance and ultimately what matters in life. That at the end of the day, some of the things that we think matter are not nearly as important as loving and being loved. And there is a beauty in that. I like the idea with the uh, major saying, you know, I 
I just need to think about this. It's a good react. The casting of this story is interesting because there is actually a bit of uh, gender swapping in the roles. In both the original stage and the film versions from 1924 and 1945, the primary uh, character living at the cottage was a man. In the 1945 uh, version, the role was played by Robert Young. It's the type of thing you see and hear in a lot of modern uh, dramas, uh, but it's, I haven't uh, experienced a whole lot during the Golden Age, though this was pretty easily done, and I actually didn't suspect or think there was anything off with the story. Uh, until I started, you know, looking through the cast list and the, uh, you know, original play. And it definitely does work in reverse. I thought I heard another version of this story that also featured uh, Bill Johnstone that was also swapped, but maybe it was just this one that I'd listened to. I could, couldn't remember why I would have listened to this particular uh, story in the past. General Electric Theater actually started airing over television in 1953, and Dennis at the Digital Deli couldn't find out why they had actually sponsored this uh, program. The best I could come up with is that the uh, General Electric Theater was a replacement for uh, the Bing Crosby uh, program, and so maybe they had a contract to sponsor the whole uh, 52 weeks, including the 13 weeks Bing was on vacation. Uh, if so, they did choose to do a pretty expensive uh, program. Uh, because if you look at the stars that uh, were in this, uh, in the you had Ronald and Benita Coleman, Cary Grant, Irene Dunn, William Powell, Jane Wyman, William Holden, Alan Young, Dorothy McGuire, John Hodiak, Anne Blythe, James and Pamela Mason. And then after Joan Van uh, Fontaine, uh, they had Van Johnson in. I mean, these were pretty A-list uh Hollywood uh, actors, and you were not getting uh, the same amount of appearances by these sort of actors in 1953. So this was a pretty expensive uh, production, and definitely more entertainment than you would typically expect for a summer anthology series. I think this might also have the effect of letting people know about the TV series that uh, General Electric was doing, the General Electric theater was probably the best of the dramatic uh, anthology series it ran for nine years on television hosted by Ronald Reagan and featured a variety of different uh, adaptations of classic stories as well as some original stories and they would try out things that would just make you say you know that sounds like something I might want to see uh, they gave uh, Lou Costello an episode in season seven after the final uh, dissolution of the Abbott and Costello uh, partnership. Groucho Marx got to play a light dramatic role, as well as backdoor pilots, some that became television series and some that didn't quite make it.
It was a real entertainment powerhouse. And uh, it does get some credit for helping uh, keep uh, Ronald Reagan in the public eye after his film uh, career had begun to fade. Uh, though perhaps it had a bigger role in Reagan uh, going out and getting practice with speaking and meeting people in different part of the, uh, parts of the country and developing his political philosophy. And I guess one final bit of trivia, uh, this episode, of course, starred Joan Fontaine, an Academy Award-winning actress, and uh, Fontaine was the sister of Olivia de Havilland, who we did a tribute uh, series for last year on the uh, occasion of Miss uh, de Havilland passing away. So I hope you enjoyed this week's installment in our Summer of Summer Replacement series. And uh, I hope you'll be with us next week. We're going to turn to another series uh, that only was a summer series over radio, but had a successful run over television, as we'll dip into Four Star Playhouse. In the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.